Welcome to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. I was really reminded of the amazing number of things for which I am thankful this year. You know, this has been a, a tremendous year for me, and even the little cards we filled out last year, so I, I opened mine up, and, and of course, all three of them have come true. I'll share them with you here. First of all, a new puppy in our life. Um, some of, Well, you know, it sounded like an odd thing to write down on an intention card, but, but we lost a puppy also this last year of kind of a rare brain disease. And even as I was writing it down, I was thinking, is this the right thing to do? Is it going to be too soon to have a new dog? But, but no, that was certainly a blessing in my life. To get even closer to my partner, Daniel, I wrote down date night and, uh, and we're doing date night, which is like... <laughs> Lovely. I'd forgotten that I wrote that down on here. What a sweetness. And really just so many, many blessings this year. I, it's, it's hard to count them all. Even here at the center, things uh, have really been coming together in just beautiful ways in terms of, uh, of the connection circles, in terms of people being here on Sunday. And, and uh, well, like our potluck that we had this last Sunday, I think that's the most people that have sat down at one time and broken bread together here since we've been here. I mean, it was a, it was a fabulous time. It was a, a, a sweet time. And so, so on so many, many levels, this year is a year for me personally just to express gratitude. However, you knew it was coming, right? You knew, you knew there was going to be a but or a however in there. And maybe this is just how I managed to work in my joke today. I don't know. Um, but let me just launch in then with this crazy joke. So a careful shopper was picking through the frozen turkeys at the grocery store. The price was only $1.25 per pound. She wanted to get the biggest one possible to feed her family. She looked and she looked, but she could not find one above 14 pounds. Well, noticing a young man starting to restock the frozen food, she asked, do these turkeys get any bigger? Well, the stock boy looked at her carefully. No, ma'am, they're dead. <laughs> And so, uh, so, so I guess I, in some ways, I would be remiss in not honoring some of the things that went wrong this year, too. I mean, we're not just, um, how do I want to put this? We're not Pollyanna-ish. There are things going on in our own lives and in the world that represent some tragedies and represent some shortcomings and pain. And I, and, and I think it would not be fair to say that I acknowledge this year and I'm grateful for this year, even as I have a little bit of mourning for the year. I lost my best friend of 33 years, made her transition this year. And, and though we have a new puppy, the other one had died at only six months old. There, there are in my own life terrible sadnesses this year as well. And when we look beyond that, gosh, uh, I think this year more than any other year, I was visiting people in hospitals, some of them right here in this room. And when I think of the, the pain and some of the trouble that the people right here in this room have gone through, I recognize that our human existence is filled with great joy. There is great blessings to be had on this human plane, but also some tragedy, also some other things I think that must be acknowledged. 
And then when I look out further into the world, oh my gosh, some days it's hard to feel the gratitude, right? When we see that so many people on this planet will not be celebrating much of a Thanksgiving tomorrow because they don't even have enough food. They, they don't have the health that will bring their families together. Or, or maybe they're in some war-torn part of the globe where, where it would be hard to find things for which to be thankful. I'm reminded, though, of something that Ernest Holmes once said. He said that this life has to be taken as it comes. And by that, I think he was talking about acceptance. That when we resist the negative parts of our lives, when we focus perhaps on some of the things that have happened that are not to our liking or that are not going well, that what happens is that focus on it or that resistance to it seems to blindside us, seems to actually intensify as though we're holding a, a magnifying glass over the negativity of the world. And, and I'm sure you've all seen what a magnifying glass does. I don't need to describe it. But suddenly those very things that we wish didn't happen suddenly loom large. And it goes from maybe a simple grieving for something that's lost into something that begins defining us. And so, so even as I think of my friend Tilly, my, my friend that I started with the telephone company almost 30 years ago who made her transition this year when I think of her there's grieving yes but I'm choosing to see the gratitude in having been her friend and so even though I'm aware of a terrible war going on in the Middle East now it's reminding me of the peace that's in unprecedented numbers throughout the rest of the world. That truly right now, although you may not believe me, all of the research that's been done says that we are in a more peaceful world right now than has ever existed. That the percentage of people actually living uh, beyond poverty and beyond war are now greater in the planet than the reverse and greater than has ever been here before. And so even as, I, even as I look at some of the inhumanity that's going on, I'm grateful for how humanity has risen to the occasion and is making the changes necessary so that perhaps this world can experience world peace. And even as I visit people in the hospital and, and uh, hear the diagnosis of cancer or other things that, that you know, seem insurmountable, I'm reminded of all of the healthy people that are here Sunday after Sunday after Sunday and some of the diseases, in fact, that almost do not exist anymore. Some of the triumphs that have happened on this planet even in the last few years that allow people to live long, beautiful and healthy lives despite things that have gone on with their bodies. And so how do we... How do we do this as a group? Because um, you've probably gathered that this year in particular, I'm about the connections that we bring to one another. Uh, one of my goals this year was to really feel that we have created something that isn't just a, a group of people coming on Sunday to, to witness great music and, and hopefully a minorly inspirational talk, right? I really, this year for my life, one of my uh, objectives, if you will, 
is that sense that we're in this together, that we really raise ourselves up. And so I want to talk about that a little bit because I'm sure there are some things going on in the people's lives right here in this room that isn't as rosy as it could be, that's not as perfect as we would like. And I think the place to start is actually with grieving. I think there are things in our life that simply need to be healed through the grieving process, whether it's the loss of a job, whether it's the loss of a loved one, um, whether it's a disease or a condition that seems insurmountable. We can't simply go to gratitude, I think, without a little bit of grieving and a little bit of acceptance. And so that would be my suggestion to all of us who have suffered a loss this year or who have things that are not working out for them to go ahead and feel that pain, right? The human existence will have some pain in it. Our goal is to not have suffering in it. Does that make sense? Uh, We're not going to escape this thing alive, as they say, (laughs) but we don't need to have that feeling of insurmountable suffering. So the first process is a very natural one. We simply grieve that which has been lost and we simply acknowledge, we simply accept, if you will, all of life coming our way. Not just the the sweetness, but some of the trouble as well. That that is part of what it is to be on the human planet. That we're working our way through becoming better humans. But that this is a process, not something that, that happens overnight. And even as we're getting better at directing our lives, even as we're getting better at using the power of our own thinking to create more of what we want, it's an imperfect process, even as we are not perfect. And so though we make great strides, uh, there's no need to beat ourselves up when things don't go perfectly because, gosh, we're not perfect. So how do we then accept our lives in its entirety? How can we become actually grateful for our lives in their entirety? Well, one thing that I have used that has been some help to me is thinking of the universe as beyond just my own personal experience of it. We're pretty used to thinking that the universe revolves around us, aren't we? And and it's not a bad thing, and and in a way it does, right? Because our thoughts are creative, so our thoughts are creating our immediate sphere of influence, but but if we think that that is all there is, then the, the hangnail becomes the universal tragedy. Right? The, the, the small little hurt becomes something of, of huge proportions that can begin to define us. And so instead of that, I like to think that I am part of something much bigger than myself, with a time frame much bigger than my own existence. And so when something like a, a war is observed by me, in the course of humanity it is, but such a short period of time. When I look at the death of someone in my family compared to the the life of humanity, yes, it brings me sadness. Yes, there is some coping that I have to do in my own heart, in my own mind. But perhaps there is something bigger here at work. Perhaps this person who has passed from, from the human existence is now onto something even more important. And so I begin that, that bigger view of life that maybe a tragedy that I perceive today is simply a tragedy because I haven't stepped back far enough, that I haven't seen that, that greater panorama of time taking place, that maybe some things, for whatever reason, are actually 
good for me, though at the time they don't feel that way. I've been uh, noticing that we have quite a few people these days here um, that are participating in 12-step programs, and, and, and I know who you are. <laughs> in fact, I think there are quite a few of us here tonight. And one of the things that I love about being in a 12-step program, something that it has proven to me over and over and over again is that all of those years of drinking have created the marvelous man that stands before you today. And I would like you to accept, if you would, that every bad thing that has ever happened to you, every tragedy, every lost loved one, every lost job, every last marriage, every, every conceivable idea of, of loss or minimalization or where you were ousted or put on the back burner or whatever it is, if it were not for all of those things, would you even be here tonight? to be celebrating this Thanksgiving. Do you see how we're made up, not just of the good things that happen to us in life, but there is a piece of us that rises to the occasion, even for the bad things to happen, even the tragedies of life. And that is what has made us so rich. That is what has made us so uniquely who we are, uniquely poised to take that next wonderful step. We have something to compare it to. We have something in our lives that allow us to see even beyond where we are now because we have a sense of where we've been. And so when we accept life in, in all of its glory, <laughs> even in its uh, drinking forms, even in its uh, lost marriage forms, even in whatever may have looked like tragedy at the time, when we accept it all as part of who we are, part of what makes us unique, part of which allows us to move forward, then I see the gratitude in all of life, even in the missteps and mistakes, even in the so-called sins of the world, I see hope, I see love, and I feel gratitude. I'm gonna to close tonight um, with a quote. You know, most of you who have been coming on Sundays know we're using Wayne Muller's book, A Life of Being, Having, and Doing Enough. And he actually has a, a little section on, uh, on gratitude here that I wanna to read to you. Begrudging acceptance slowly becomes a full-hearted, honest, loving acceptance. Some uncontrollable, unpredictable alchemy invariably will have its way with us, and we can begin to feel grateful. Now make no mistake, gratitude does not come swiftly or easily, nor does it in any way erase the searing grief of the loss, the pain, or the fury of life's injustice. It merely invites something beautiful, something fresh, something new, something to grow and flourish right next to the hurt. The deaths of too many friends finally accepted become a solid foundation that absolutely defines a sense of time. How precious it is, how short, how quickly it could be taken away. I am astonished daily and impossibly grateful for each day and each moment of each day. Let us pray. There is one power and one presence, one life, 
one joy, this one thing that I call God. And what I know about God is that it is all of it. And because it is all of it, I accept all of it. The love and the loss, the joy and the fear, I accept it all. I move through it and I become grateful. And so, on this evening, above all evenings, I am grateful for my life. And I know there's a willingness and an openness here for each person to open their hearts to sense their own gratitude for life, to be fully present enough to see that life is good. And so, with gratitude, I release this prayer into the activity, into the action of the law itself. I let it be, and together we say, and so it is. Thank you so much for being here tonight. So glad you were here tonight. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 and 11 a.m. every Sunday. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and to make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at www.pcsl.us slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.